0: More than 3,300 were helped last year alone because all veterans who honorably served, whether in peacetime or war, deserve our nation's gratitude. People who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities need your help now more than ever. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of this country's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. the number 2, t,
1: dot, org. You're listening
3: to the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Welcome to the Buck Brief. Let's talk about the latest in the Israel-Hamas war. There has been now a report of a major airstrike that has hit a densely populated area in Gaza um, near the Jabalia refugee camp. Um, And Oh, Jabalia uh, refugee camp, and there are reports of a large number of casualties. Now, this is going to be seized upon immediately by the critics of Israel to say this is why we need to have a ceasefire because there are civilian casualties. Um, I reject that. I think that anybody who understands what's going on here and the scope of the conflict ahead sees that the rules of engagement here should be very similar to what they were for the U.S. after 9-11. Namely, that if uh, you are a nation that is responding to this kind of mass casualty terror attack, you have the right to defend yourself um, and to do so in a way that is going to be imperfect when it comes to civilian casualties, but is effective when it comes to defending yourself. Now, there is a balance there. I understand that. But Israel does not kill civilians on purpose. Hamas does. That is a clear and defining difference between these two groups. Israel does not kill civilians on purpose. Hamas does. And when Israel fires uh, a uh, missile or drops a bomb on a target, as just happened here in the Jabalia neighborhood, um, there are going to be sometimes civilian casualties. They will try to mitigate those to the degree they can. But this strike, it is believed, went after one of the primary planners of the uh, October 7th attack. And so with that high-value target, even in a densely populated civilian area, area, you're going to have the Israelis making a decision that they just need to defend themselves through taking aggressive action, because this guy could be planning another. Certainly uh, it's just a question of when he would plan another attack, this individual and some of those around him. I'm sure there were other senior Hamas planners there too. Um, the This was an attack on the Central Jabalia Battalion, which had taken control of civilian buildings. Uh, these deaths are all on Hamas and the jihadist cause that is embraced by a large number of Palestinians in Gaza. Uh, they have caused this situation. They are responsible for what is happening here. And all these efforts at some kind of uh, moral parity, to create more par- moral parity between Israel and Hamas, are rooted in ignorance, bad faith, and honestly, often anti-Semitism. Um, the Israelis have been very patient, actually, in the response to October 7th, uh, trying to hear from the U.S., which I know the Biden administration has been trying to hold them back and constantly telling them like, oh, you must obey the laws of war as though Netanyahu and the IDF need to hear that and need to hear that from Joe Biden. Um, They are the good guys in this. And sometimes conflicts do have good and evil at stake. This is not some minor territorial dispute with two groups that are putting professional armies in the field. And after some casualties are observed by both sides, they'll come to some kind of an agreement. That's not what's happening here. Hamas wants to... Uh, destroy the state of Israel and exterminate the Jewish people. And that is what it says it wants to do. And that is how it has acted. Um, the misery of the Palestinian people in Gaza is the fault of Hamas, the terrorist group that runs Gaza. And it's, I, I think it couldn't be any more abundantly clear that the, uh, that misery falls upon Hamas's shoulders, that the, um civilian casualties that will come from this conflict uh, fall on Hamas's shoulders. You know, all of these entities in the region, when you think about it, whether it's Hamas, Hezbollah, uh, the Iranian regime, the Shia-backed militias, it's all rooted in hatred, misery, violence, and destruction. N- none of these entities are involved in happy, well-ordered societies. You know, it... it there's there's something going on here, right? It's it's not like uh, these these are are groups that are representing peoples in the region who are well governed and who are prosperous and law you know lawful and happy and no, the, this all comes out of misery and it's worth understanding you know the the immiseration I think is brought on by the leadership but also by at some level the ideology here and depends on what specifically we're talking about. I mean certainly. Uh, you could look at the role that militant Shia Islam just plays in all of this, or militant Islam in general. Militant Islam is a recipe for misery for the people in the country that uh, live under that regime, and also for its neighbors, because eventually they're going to cause problems. Not, not even eventually, it's usually rather quick. Um, that they are going to become aggressive, and they're going to destabilize the region, and that is what they do. Uh, and also, it's very... It's hard, I think, people to wrap their minds around this, but the depth of the hatred for the Jewish people that is inculcated at the very earliest age by Hamas and by Hezbollah and these others—they uh, have been—they have been working to create a perception of dehumanization of Jews in their uh, in, with Palestinian youth to brainwash them into this as a as a function of state policy. So this isn't a normal conflict in the sense that it's armies in the field. You know, war is always hell, but eventually, you know, the combatants will come to some kind of a resolution based upon who gets what and they split up the spoils. No, no, this is on the one hand, a a war of defense, on the other hand, an attempt at uh, long term destabilization and extermination of a hated enemy. And that's what Hamas is doing to Israel. Israel is defending itself. And I think that moral clarity in this moment is is absolutely essential. It's essential to have in this conflict. It's essential to have uh, in any area of national security where the stakes are very high, and that is one that we are in right now. All right, from our sponsor here, this could not come at a better time in our society. I'm well, speaking of a new company with a new membership officer. It's from a company called Patriot Defender. It's legal defense for you and me, the kind we need most. It's no cost legal defense to protect your rights, freedoms, reputation, and way of life. If you speak up at a school board meeting about vaccine mandates and suffer consequences, your legal defense is covered. If your right to free speech is denied and you suffer consequences, your legal defense is covered. The company is called Patriot Defender. Their website is PatriotDefender.com. Very soon, they'll be able to provide this membership in your state if they're not already able to do so. Patriot Defender will provide both open and concealed carry self-defense and your right to defend yourself and your family when you need to. They'll provide you with IRS audit assistance. So many amazing benefits from Patriot Defender. If your business, your income, or your reputation are harmed due to weaponization of government entities, we've seen plenty of that going on, you now have a no-cost defense from Patriot Defender if you become a member. I'm such a believer in this kind of defense. I'm actually a partner in this business. That's how much I believe in what Patriot Defender is doing. The website is patriotdefender.com. Patriot Defender, the only membership that goes beyond just defense for concealed carry weapons, Patriot Defender will cover what others won't to protect you, your family and your livelihood. It's amazing. Patriotdefender.com. Go get this. This is just a membership that you need to have to protect your rights. Now, back to uh, where this is all heading in in Israel and and here um, here at home what we're seeing. First of all, you know, Alan Dershowitz for example has come out and said that he doesn't think that people should give money to Harvard anymore. They're better. You now, he's somebody who built a certainly his academic career as a professor at Harvard Law School um, and is very much associated with that institution. So for him to come out and say Harvard Law should no longer be receiving donations, I mean, that you think is a pretty pretty big deal. So why does he feel that? Well, well, because of not just the anti-Semitism of some of the, uh, the student groups on campus, but also what he's experienced or what he's seen from the administration of Harvard, uh, namely that the president of Harvard suddenly has discovered nuance in free speech issues. You know, if you had taken a very anti-BLM stance, if you had said things about George Floyd that were factually true, but that you weren't supposed to say in you know, June of 2020, the Harvard administration would have condemned you. They might have even taken action against you true of a lot of schools elite and non-elite universities all across the country but now when it comes to the support of hamas and honestly the outright jew hatred that has been on display on many of these campuses right the anti-semitism it's the hatred of jewish people that's really what we're seeing um when it comes to that harvard and these other schools are all of a sudden very um very protective of free speech, rights. They're not saying they agree with it. They're just saying they're protective of free speech rights. And I think everyone at some level understands what the game is here, right? They're protective of free speech rights on this issue now, but a lot of other issues they would not be. So they pick and choose when to deploy that. It's not about principle. It's about what they need in the moment for uh, for their side. But I'd also point this out. You have all these different uh, individuals. I mean, Dershowitz is a Democrat. So it's maybe a little bit different. But you have individuals who are coming forward to say that they will no longer give money to you know, Harvard or some other fancy university that they've gone to because of this issue. And I just would would like to say, yes, it's worse what we're seeing than anything else we've seen on campus in some time. But it's also worth noting these campuses have been crazy for a long time and conservative speakers have been physically attacked and threatened on these campuses. At uh, Dartmouth, uh, there was a famous incident where Charles Murray came to speak and he and actually the professor who was with him, this was some years ago, was were physically assaulted. Um, you can't speak on trans issues on these campuses. Uh, truthfully, you can't speak about BLM truthfully. It's only on this in this moment on this issue that it seems some of the very um, prominent donors are all of a sudden saying, I'm not going to give money anymore. I, I just feel like this has been building for a long time. I understand this maybe is, the, you know, the crack in the dam has now com- completely broken and the insanity is all flooding forward and people can see that. But for me, it does feel a bit like, well, there's a lot of reasons to not give money to these schools based on what their positions have been and based on their incredibly... Um, in some cases, just flatly insane posturing and, and, and ideology. So that, that part of it, I think, doesn't really get very much attention in all this. But it's not like this came out of nowhere. These campuses have been, they've been certainly anti-Semitic for a long time, but they've also um, been promoting uh, a, a lot of anti-white rhetoric. That's very real on these campuses, uh, promoting the notion that whiteness or white people are inherently problematic and oppressive and bad. Um, promoting trans ideology as mandatory on these campuses and using plural pronouns for individuals and, you know, sex change operations for kids and all these things, all these different things that um, the left has been pushing on campus for years now. And that really have turned into issues of, of mandatory belief. The donors were still writing checks, still writing checks to these places with all that going on. I, some of them are conservative. That's why I'm thinking about this. I look at this and I say, "What took you so long?" Um, it'll take a long time, given how wealthy some of these schools are, for them to actually feel anything from the uh, change in donations. Assuming that people actually go forward with this and and they follow through with their promise to not donate anymore. Um, but the uh, you know American university uh, American university campuses right now are hotbeds of radicalism that that is threatening it's threatening the Jewish people obviously it's also threatening to our society. Uh, these people are radicals. they're not reasonable they're not rational. there's something very wrong with them and while it has been exposed more on this issue than than anything else in, in quite some time, their derangement is not new and the um, totalitarian impulse that they have has been been, this has been built and brainwashed into them stretching back for years really on the campuses stretching back for decades now you know the team at my pillow loves a great discovery their newest product introduction called my towels is just that they're using a new cotton type to make very soft absorbent towels for your home and a great price point too there are two brand new lines of my towels now available to you online you can get a six piece set of the soft absorbent towels At a sale price of $29.98 with our names as the promo code. Or you can get the designer premium line for just $20 more. Whichever you choose, that's 50% in savings. They're so confident you'll find these towels a welcome part of your daily routine. You get a 60-day full money-back guarantee. Use them for two months and make sure you love them. Go online to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special square, and check out the new my towel six-piece towel set and get 50% in savings. Remember, enter promo code BUCK. When you go to mypillow.com, that's promo code BUCK for this special and many more at mypillow.com. Get yourself the My Towels, they are phenomenal. Um, and, you know, I will just uh, say this um, pay attention to who's speaking sense and truth and is with the righteous on this issue issue of Israel against Hamas, um, a lot of individuals are showing the public who they really are, um, and and they have a right to speak and say these things, although I do think that some of them cross the line to incitement, which actually would be illegal, and they don't have a right to do it. But uh, some of the people out there are showing you what they really think and what they really feel, and I hope that everybody is going to remember this moment and and remember who has moral clarity and who, was siding with barbarism thanks for being here on the buck brief more tomorrow shields high the tunnel to towers foundation has been helping america's heroes and their families since 9 11 hero first responders and service members who serve our communities and our country those who die in the line of duty or are catastrophically injured veterans who fought for our nation's freedom only to return home fall on tough times and become homeless heroes like buffalo new york firefighter jason arno and his family Arno was killed while protecting his community, battling a warehouse fire. He left behind his wife and a young daughter. In their darkest hour, Tunnel to Towers provided Arno's wife and daughter with a mortgage-free home. The foundation lifted a financial burden, enabling them to stay in the home where they made memories with their hero. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. Support the families of America's greatest heroes, the families of fallen first responders like Jason Arno, plus Gold Star families with young children, catastrophically injured service members, and homeless veterans. Donate $11 a month at t2t.org. That's t the number
1: 2t.org.